Hello, I'm Megan Bunner, and you're listening to Happy from the Inside Out, episode number one. Happiness is a skill and one that you can learn. Each week, I'll bring you timeless wisdom, inspiring stories, and practical tips on how to permanently reduce your stress and love the life you've been given. This work turned my life around, and I believe it will be equally as amazing for you. Let's get started. Hi there, and welcome. My name is Megan Bunner, and I'm a life coach, and I am so honored to be with you today. I have been doing this work for several years and learning and growing and applying this work to my life has just transformed it in so many ways. And I wanted to be able to share the things that I've learned that I've applied that have just been amazing for me. I wanted to be able to share them with you in a really easily digestible manner. Um, I think podcasts are brilliant for being able to listen to in, you know, the tiny pockets of your day when when we have those moments. So, um, yeah, I'm so delighted to be here with you and, and share. So I've named this podcast Happy from the Inside Out because I love the emphasis on internal work to produce this radiating happiness that comes from within and I, I say this, there's a caveat. I do not believe that we are supposed to be happy all of the time. I believe that happiness is just one of the emotions that are available to us. And quite frankly, many times we don't want to feel happy. And, you know, take for instance, the, the death of a loved one. There, there's no chance that I would want to sit and be happy in, the, you know, the wake of their death. And so... Th- I I say this because most women come to me and they say, I just want to feel happy. I just want to be happy. And, and I understand where they're coming from because I too have been in that desperate season of my life where I just couldn't imagine being happy and it felt so far away and I was trying to do everything that I could to get there and it just wasn't working. And all I could think of was happiness and wanting to be happy. And it just, it felt so elusive. That's because I was seeking for things to create it instead of understanding it was me who had the power to do that. And we're going to get into the details of how that happens. You know, this podcast, I have so much that I am excited to share with you, these tools that are just so powerful. And uh, we're going to get into all the ways to use them and apply them in in your own life. So we're not supposed to be happy all of the time. And if we were, that would just be kind of freakish, you know, (laughs) It wouldn't make sense. We wouldn't be able to um, identify and and really connect with a lot of people because there's so much sadness in the world. Not that we have to be sad to connect with people, but you know what I mean? Like the person that walks in that's chipper, like, good morning. You know, if you're not a morning person and someone comes in just like being that person, you just want to slap them, you know? So anyway, we don't always want to be happy all the time. Even if we think we do, we really don't. Um, But that being said, happiness is something that we can create. And when, when I think, I think when women are saying, I just want to be happy, what they're really saying is they want to be in charge of their happiness. They want to feel in charge of their life. They don't want to feel like they're living at the effect of their life and hopeless and stuck and trapped. 
And that is the work that we are going to get into here that I think is just the most rewarding work ever. And once we do this work and we keep doing it, we see all of the beautiful things that can come from it. So our growth just doesn't have to be short-lived and temporary. It can be lifelong, which is so beautiful. So in this inaugural episode, what I want to share with you is a tool that I think is something that can be used your entire life and it's so beautiful and it helps you step back out of your own internal drama storm and get some clear perspective or help clear up the perspective just to touch just enough to take some of the heaviness off. When I get stuck in a, a thought spiral or, you know, something like an anxiety loop, um, there, you know, there are lots of ways to describe them, but I really think about it as getting stuck in the pain inside your own head. When I notice that I'm very much in my head and stuck there, I like to think this thought, which is, I am not my thoughts. Now, this is so simple and it seems almost silly or trite, but this is a truth of the world. I am not my thoughts. Who I am is not my thoughts. I am the watcher of my thoughts. I am the person who is able to sit and pay attention to the thoughts I'm thinking, which is something that no other creature in the universe that we know of can do. Animals can't do this. They're not born with the 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 part of their head, the brain that allows them to pay attention to their own thoughts. They just react to stimulus in the environment. They're reactive, whereas humans are able to be proactive and think about how we want to approach something and then do that. This is just fantastic. So remembering I am not my thoughts helps me step back when I am in a shame spiral or a guilt spiral or an anxiety spiral or you you name it. Whenever I'm feeling terribly and I don't want to be feeling terribly, I just remember you are not your thoughts. You are the person who's able to watch your thoughts. And doing that helps remind me that my worth and my value is not defined by the thoughts that I think. Not a person's value that they contribute to the world is different from who they are being valuable. And this is another tool that we use, um, just remembering that we have so much inherent value in who we are. Even if we feel worthless, that doesn't mean we are. It's just a thought we're thinking. I am not my thoughts. If I feel like I'm sad and I'm stuck in this sadness... If I remember, I am not sad, I am the person who's thinking I'm sad. Or I even rephrase it like, I notice I'm thinking the thought, I feel sad. And it gives me just enough perspective to step back and remember, okay, this is not who I am. Sadness is not who I am. And it's the same with overwhelmed or anxiety or any other emotion. Grief is not who I am. I'm experiencing grief, but that's not who I am. Who you are is not the emotions you're experiencing or the thoughts you're thinking. 
And so that's why I love thinking and remembering I am not my thoughts. Now, there's another thing that's helpful to remember, and that is all of our thoughts are optional. At any point, at any given time, the thoughts that we're thinking are optional. They're not required. So there's nothing that you think about yourself that is a requirement. Let's say that you have a to-do list and it's quite long and there are a lot of things on there that you're feeling pressured to get done and because you're not doing them, you start thinking negatively about yourself. I don't follow through on my commitments. I don't get my things done. I can't get my act together. Uh, I can't snap out of it, whatever it is. All of that. All of those judgments that seem like they might be true are really just an opinion. And opinions are not true or false in the way that facts are. So a fact is something like two plus two is four. And we don't have any emotional attachment to two plus two is four because, you know, it's just a fact. But when we make judgments about ourselves and criticize the way that, you know, if we're not completing everything on our to-do list and we think, oh, I just can't get it together or I'm lazy or um, I'm just, I'm struggling right now. All of these things seem like they're facts, but if we step back and remember, I am not my thoughts. I'm the person who's thinking I can't get my act together. It just gives that little bit of buffer to take the edge off and I use this thought when I forget that my judgments are not true. And really, I, I don't even like to think of thoughts as true or false anymore. I, I try to think of them in the perspective of helpful versus unhelpful. So when I notice I'm thinking critical thoughts about myself, such as I can't get my act together or why can't I pull this around? And, and get this stuff done. Or I'm just not a person who can stay on top of things. Whenever I notice that I'm thinking thoughts like that and believing them, it's, it's really nice to ask myself instead of, but yeah, it's true. I just can't get my stuff together. It's very helpful to remember the thought, is this helpful? Is this serving me? Is this making my life better? And instead of getting sucked into, yeah, it's true. It's true. I can't. I can't. It's so much better to remember this is a thought. It's optional. It's not required for me to think this way about myself. Is it helpful for me to think this about myself? And if it's not helpful, then I have a choice. I'm faced with another decision. Do I want to keep thinking this thought? Does this thought serve me? Is it helpful for me to give myself a verbal beating or, you know, an internal lashing? Is that making me have more energy, you know, all kinds of things like that. And when I reframe it in those terms, is this helpful? I realize, no, absolutely not. Even though it feels true and it seems warranted and it seems like, yeah, like it's justified. I should be putting myself on a guilt trip right now or feeling terribly about myself. It seems like Yeah, that's true. But when I look at how I behave as a result of it, no, like it's slowing me down and it's keeping me stuck and it's keeping me believing the things about myself that I don't like. 
Like I want to be confident and I want to feel like um, I'm capable and I want to feel like I know what I'm doing with my life and I know how to run my household and take care of things that are important to me. And I can't do that if I am stuck in the place of self-criticism and self-judgment and thinking all of the terrible things about myself and believing they're true and getting stuck in the, the validity of the thoughts. They're just unhelpful. And remembering I am not my thoughts is so helpful when I am criticizing myself and I'm, you know, being my own drill sergeant. I am not my thoughts. So I can just back up, take a breath here. Remember, I am not my thoughts. I'm the person who is watching the self-criticism. It's so helpful to take a step back, get that perspective. So I offer this to you today. If you are finding it really hard to make progress in your life, if you're feeling stuck and you're believing so many negative things about yourself, I would encourage you here. I'm going to actually just give you homework. It's the first episode and you've got homework. This will help you so much. If you just sit down and write down a list of all of the thoughts that you have about yourself regarding the things that are important to you. So, you know, yourself as a mother, if you have children, yourself as a wife, if you're married, Um, just however you think about yourself, when you notice thoughts that come up about yourself, write them down because it's so helpful not to just let them swirl around in your head because they'll get all knotted up and confused and tied into other thoughts because that's just what happens if we don't separate them out. Put them on paper and look at them. And it might be uncomfortable to see some of the things that you really believe about yourself and what you're capable of. But do it anyway. Be brave. This this really does take courage. Be brave to look at the scary things that may be inside your head and look at them with a fresh perspective of you are not your thoughts. So no matter what harsh criticism you have of yourself, it doesn't matter. Whatever doubts you have about yourself, it doesn't matter. You are not your thoughts. You're just the person thinking those thoughts. And at any point in time, you're able to think different thoughts. There's no requirement set that you have to believe those thoughts. They may feel true. They may seem true. Other people in your life may have told you that they're true, but you are not required to believe them. They are optional. Your thoughts are optional at any point, at any time in your life. And if you don't like the thoughts, if they're not making you a better person, and I say that as a a person that is living and experiencing life the way that you truly want to. If you're not able to do that, then you get to question it and ask, do I want to keep believing this about myself? And what I found personally is that the more I uncover negative thoughts about myself, the more it just makes no sense to keep thinking them. It makes no sense to keep believing them and thinking that I can't do things that I want to really do. And and it's so nice and it feels so good to just accept the thought that it's a thought that I've been thinking 
not resisting it like, oh no, I don't want to be thinking that anymore. I've got to stop thinking that. No, I shouldn't be thinking that because that puts you back in the perspective of your thoughts are who you are. And if you think that thought, then that must be who you are. And it's not. You're the watcher of your thoughts. You just get to watch the thoughts come in and you get to gently hold them and accept them and believe them and repeat them, or you get to gently dismiss them, or you get to resist them and fight with them and say, I don't want to think that way. I don't want to think that way. I don't want to believe this about myself. It's just not going to happen. You know, it's like if I tell you, don't think about a brown cow with white spots. No, stop it. Don't think about the brown cow with white spots. <laughs> Your brain is automatically dreaming up a picture of a brown cow with white spots because that's the way our brains do. And even if I'm saying, don't do it, don't do it, try real hard, just don't do it, don't, not the brown cow with white spots, our brain keeps thinking about it. So much in the same way, if we are resisting a thought, no, I don't want to think that I'm not good enough. No, I don't want to think that I'm sad. I don't want to be unhappy. I don't want to think about myself being unhappy. We get stuck and focused on the thing we don't want and we create more of it. As long as we're in that thought loop, that thought process, we're going to keep creating more of it. And we think that our thoughts are who we are. But stepping back and remembering we are not our thoughts. We're the watcher of our thoughts. That means that no matter what thought pops into our head, sometimes I will have terrible, awful ugh, thoughts that pop into my head that my brain, it, my brain's just creating stuff. Like, you know, it's, you're driving over the, a bridge with your family and your brain just imagines your car driving off the edge. And it's just, you know, I don't want to think about that. And I used to resist it thinking I was a terrible parent because I just happened to imagine, you know, driving my family off of the edge of a bridge. Not that I was wanting to. It's just my brain coming up with colorful things as I'm driving to freak me out because it's looking for all of the danger around me and it sees the bridge there and it sees that it's a potential threat. And it's, you know, and I used to think, oh my gosh, I'm such a bad parent and I hate this. I don't want to think about this. And I would just create more anxiety and tension in my body because I was thinking about it. And when I realized that's not who I am, that thought is not who I am. That's just a thought my brain offered me and I can, I can resist it and feel that tension and fight an inner war, or I can just gently dismiss it. Things that I think about myself, about myself as a mom, you know, oh, I'm a terrible mom. Oh, that's not actually true. That's just a thought my brain is offering me and I am not my thoughts. I am the watcher of my thoughts and I can believe it and hold on to it and believe with all my might that I'm a bad mom and keep repeating that behavior or I can gently dismiss it like, oh, of course my brain offered that up to me. Now this does require some compassion on your part for yourself. And what I like to do is put my hand on my heart and say, hey, I know you're having a hard time right now. It's okay. We're going to make it through this because you are not your thoughts. And this thing that you're believing is not a truth of the world. It's a thought and your thoughts are optional and you get to believe what you want. And I know right now this is what you believe and that's okay. And so there's a lot of acceptance also 
So it's compassion, it's acceptance, and then remembering I'm not my thoughts. And so what I like to offer my clients is the the image of their child coming up to them or a loved one, someone they just love dearly, coming up to them saying, I'm not good enough. I'm never going to get past this. I'm always going to struggle with this. You know, I, I just, I'm not good enough. And when someone comes up to us like that, if that's my child, I can clearly see they're believing something that's ridiculous and just total bonkers. And I am able to not just look at them and say, stop believing that. Like, why would you believe that? That's, that's ridiculous. Are you stupid? Like, because that's not inspiring either. If I am judging them for believing that way, it's just, they don't feel heard. They don't feel understood and they just feel alone. And we do that to ourselves when we try to get ourselves to snap out of the thought. Stop believing that. Don't be that way. Don't think like that. Like it's just, it puts you in this situation where you're making your own self feel unheard and misunderstood and unseen. So this is why I say meet yourself with with the gentleness, with compassion and with acceptance. Like I get that you're struggling with this. This is, this is just a part of life. I know this is where you are right now and it's okay because you are not your thoughts. You're thinking it right now and it's okay. And just like I wouldn't berate my child for thinking negative thoughts that aren't true, I'm not going to berate myself for thinking negative thoughts that aren't true. And just meet yourself with gentleness and compassion, that same compassion that you would meet your child with. Honey, I get it. I know this is hard right now. This is not who you are. I know it feels true right now, and that's okay. And I'm here with you, and I'm going to be here with you through it. I love you. You know, this, is, this isn't permanent. And just being there with them, not trying to change them. To, because if we try to change someone, we don't accept them for where they are. They don't feel understood. They just feel pushed aside and like like they're not good enough unless they feel happy all the time. We don't want to do that to ourselves either. So if you're not feeling happy, it's not a problem because you are not your thoughts. Your thoughts may be creating an experience for you, but we're going to get into all of that later. This does take work because... For the rest of your life, your brain will try to trick you and make you think that your thoughts are who you are, but they're not. They're all optional. Even thoughts about your personality and your preferences and your inclinations, you know, people that say, I'm an introvert or I'm an extrovert, these are all just thoughts. And personality differences are just a collection of thought differences. And if we don't like who we are, we get to decide to change that. We have the power to change that through our thoughts, which is just so fantastic. And I love this work so much. And I'm so grateful that you are joining me on this journey. I, I truly believe that your life will be transformed in so many ways just by applying this very simple thought, I am not my thoughts. So let me know how it goes. I want to hear back from you. It's 
so much more fun when this is a discussion instead of just a one-sided thing. So hit me up with your, your challenges with this, with your questions. I will be happy to answer those on the podcast. And you can reach me at info at meganbunner.com. That's info, I-N-F-O, at Megan, M-E-A-G-A-N, Bunner, B-U-N-N-E-R, Com. And uh, yeah, I'm excited for this journey that we're going to be on together. I hope you have a beautiful week and I look forward to seeing you next time. All right, take care. Bye-bye. Hey, if you're enjoying listening to this podcast, make sure you sign up to do a free consult with me. During this hour together, we'll look at the specific struggles you're facing and why nothing else is working. I'll share my insights on why you're not happy and the work I think that will change that dramatically. Whether or not we choose to work together, you'll leave with tools to get started on your journey. If you're stuck, this is something you don't want to miss. Sign up at bit.ly forward slash heymegan. That's H-E-Y-M-E-A-G-A-N. I'll see you soon.